Just on a daily basis uh -huh. Every minute, every hour So we try to save it Welcome everybody to Trig's Actual. I'm here with Brian and our special guest tonight is Kentucky comedian Charles Moore. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, we love having comedians on. Uh, you know, we, we take a break from some of the usual things. So like we like spreading it out. Recently, last comedian we had on was uh Candace Thompson, who's really funny. So you got some uh got some people to follow up on, but I got faith in you. How I found you though, really quick, uh I was scrolling through uh, Twitter and one of your videos just somehow popped up uh, about you playing basketball or wishing to play basketball growing up. But the joke you said where you had to like breathe and stuff and really can play. So I laughed and I was like, all right, let me follow him. See if he wants to come on. Lo and behold, that's how it happened. Sorry to bore, sorry to bore you all with the story, but that's what it is. <laughs> so Charles, yeah, I like appreciate you having me. No problem, man. It's really cool to talk to different people, especially in different countries. Yeah. Oh, you're good. We can hear you. You're good. You're good. Okay. My no, first for a second. Yeah, like, like we said, it's really cool to talk to people from different parts of the country. We're here in Jersey. You're, here in, you're there in Kentucky. So, like, uh, first tell us about yourself, where you grew up in Kentucky, if you grew up there or moved there, and, like, how you got into comedy in the first place, man. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I was uh, born and raised in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It's about 40 miles south of Louisville. Small town. Uh, comedy. I wanted to do this as I was like a teenager, so I've always wanted to do it. But I, I was a huge introvert, so it took me a long time to actually work up the courage to get on stage. But since I knew I wanted to be a comedian at a young age, I was still writing jokes. So I've been writing jokes since I was like 14, 15. I'm 33 now. Hmm. So. So when, when you were, you say you're an introvert, and it's weird because like a lot of comedians that you hear about are introverts. Like, were you just not like you were? You were like really shy in high school and middle school. But like, did you ever think about telling your jokes in middle school or high school? Or like, when did you first get on the stage to tell a joke and realize this might be for you? I mean, if I, I do, that's something I wanted to do, but I knew I had to get past that mental right. block. So, like my close friends and family, they knew I was hilarious, but I was just too shy to actually do anything with that. But uh, I think social media actually. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I think introverted people kind of gravitate towards comedy because like, when you're introverted, you have all your thoughts, you have everything going on inside you, and you're kind of looking for an atmosphere of acceptance for you to be able to put that stuff out there because being introverted, you're worried about what other people are thinking. And like, I, I feel the same way about it. And like, when you think of stand-up comedy, it's like an acceptable place to get those things out in a creative way rather than being like, this is what I think. Like it's a way to make people, it, get, it gets you the acceptance because you have the place to do it. And then you also have a crowd that tells you immediately if your thought or whatever you came up with is acceptable or it's not acceptable. And, and that feeling is, uh, it's one of the best and the worst things in the world. <laughs> It's a great feeling. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, when the when the whole when the whole place is laughing, it's the greatest feeling. But when you say one of those things and you get nothing, and you're like, "All right, let's keep going." Nine more minutes left. <laughs> yeah, then it's time to think. Well, how can I switch that up? But yeah, right. How, did, how does someone like you, who was like an introvert, get over the? 
bombing aspect i'm sure you have before like how how do you do that if you were like shy to begin with i mean i'm still an introvert i mean like if you look at my videos like i'm really holding the mic i'm you can tell like i'm still nervous up there i'm holding the mic hard as fun but like yeah <laughs> ellie ellie just joined us by the way so this is who we were talking about ellie this is, no it's fine this is charles <laughs> CPT. Charles probably knows all about that. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> no, so, I mean, like, I find it fascinating, man, because, like, you know what, Charles, you open my eyes here, because you and Brian sit there and say that introverts are good at comedy. I'm an outrovert. Is that is that the opposite? Extrovert. And that would explain why I wasn't good at comedy. So there, there's an explanation now. You know, Don't give I mean, up on it. Keep going. Oh, boy. I No, I'm done. I know I can rap. I can't make comedy. And, boy, it showed when I got on stage the second time. So I'm more comfortable doing what I am good at. Uh, I'll leave it All to right. you. You Charles, did comedy? We don't talk about that on this show anymore, Ellie. <laughs> so, Charles, what joke did you say when you finally got up there that you, like, had, like, a sigh of relief that you realized, oh, my God, like, this this, this is the one I wrote and I wanted that reaction for? Was there, like, a specific one? I can't think of a specific one that was, like, when I first started. Uh, was I got a few minutes of material that. Nervously went through it, got a few laughs, and I was hooked into it. What did you? What's your writing process? I know Brian likes to ask that, but I had to take it from him. Like, what's your, what's your writing process? Do you, like, do you take? Um, some people might sit outside and just people watch, or just like find things that are going on around the world. How do you, how do you sit down and write the jokes? I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Just whenever I see something funny or something happening, I'll think, "What if?" And then I can, my brain starts turning, and then I just trying to see what could be funny in that situation and then just keep going over it until I've got a joke. Jesus, it seems so simple the way you guys say it. Not me. I just overthink. <laughs> That's my problem. I think, I think, I, I think I, that, that, you know what? I, I should try it again, right? Like I should try it again. I got to yeah, get overthink is part of the writing process. You start thinking like that. What if that is overthinking? Like what if this happened? That, that's funny. Then what if this? So yeah, it's part of it. Right. You also you also have to be able to embellish a little bit because not, yes. not every story happens the way that uh, it always it seems like it goes. You know, you go up on stage and tell a story like I had a I had a story one time. Um, I went up and told a story about us getting pulled over with our friend, and while the whole scenario was funny, how the whole situation played out. I did like stretch on things and said like, "Oh, this happened in exaggeration." So you, you kind of have to be able to like embellish the story, cut out, like don't get married to any part of it, and don't get too involved in those pieces because you got to have it move along. No, definitely, you can take creative license and it's it's also helps. Probably. Oh, go yeah. on, Charles. Go on. Right. But take creative lies and like put two different stories together, like situations from one event and another event. And it's true to an extent, but yeah, together it's funny. Like yeah, you can definitely make some stuff up. What's the uh, what's the comedy scene like in Kentucky? Like, what do you guys have? Yeah. Well, I'm mostly in Louisville with my comedy. It's mm -hmm. a fairly decent comedy scene. 
Uh, they have a club there, the Caravan. You get some these names coming in, and then there's another club in Lexington, like seventy miles from Louisville. Mm. Now, the, uh, the name of it. You went. You went out to L.A. I saw one of your stand-ups. Like you being like a self-proclaimed introvert. Like how was it to travel out there? Were you ever? Was that like the first time you did comedy outside of your own state? Well, it was the first time I ever went to California. So that was eye-opening. Right. Like, there was well, a palm tree before stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. How How was the comedy out there different? Like, where did you find yourself telling jokes that you might not have, or you went a different like route with it because of the crowd, or no? Well, it was only that one show, but I definitely had some material that was specific to that event. A joke about it being my first time in L.A. But it was a really dope experience being around all those great comedians, like people I've been looking up to for years. So it was was really cool. Who would you say that you kind of model yourself after? Like, who are your main influences? Uh, My main influences are Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. That's it. Just them two. Yeah. God bless. Those are the top two. I've got. I've got why, like, why, those, why those two specifically? Why those two specifically for you? I grew up just like seeing them, and I've just I've always been a fan of just the way they present their comedy. Like, like for Chris Rock, it's not not so much comedy, but just really funny social commentary. Mm. Yeah. And even it's the same kind of, I feel like, with Dave Chappelle. Like, obviously, Chappelle is Chappelle. He's the god of comedy. But at the same time, like, the things that he says, it's not, it's almost like it's not what he's saying, it's how he's saying it and how he's acting exactly. out. Like, uh, I, don't know, I forget which special it was. I think it was his most recent one where he starts talking about uh, Jesse Smollett. And he goes, you hear about Juicy Smoulier? <laughs> and it's like the way he's saying it is so funny. And then he's like, the French actor. The one that got mugged in Chicago. <laughs> like, That's what I he comes across with all that stuff. Like, he's not saying anything. There's not a punchline to it. There's not, like, anything ridiculous. It's just how he's saying it and why. I mean, they also have, like, I feel like when you get these, like, huge comedians, like, when they walk out, like you're already smiling. You almost can't control it. Like, think about that for a second. Like when when Chris Rock walks out on the stage, like you're smiling. Like he hasn't said a word. All he's just doing is walking out to the mic. Like, what is that that these people have created? It's like an aura that no matter what media, if you're live watching them, if you're on a computer, if you're on a phone, if you're on TV, wherever. Like you immediately smile when these people come out. They could say nothing, and then you would just laugh. It's crazy. What you expecting? You expecting something yeah. to make you laugh? Yeah. Right. It didn't work for me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> only did it twice, <laughs> and nobody was smiling. So that the was... same people weren't there two times. <laughs> We don't know that. <laughs> Ellie, we get it. The Oakland A's have won 13 in a row. You don't have to wear their fucking shirt. Hey! <coughs> hey, I don't know. It's the limited edition Oakland A's as the Warriors in the Warriors colors. With that's Bay Bridge. Nice. Hollow! Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Like well, yeah. wait, you all talked at the same time. Sorry, what? <laughs> that's why I kept talking. I was like, everyone's talking at once. This <laughs> <laughs> 
Charles, I have a question because uh, you're around our age, and when you started comedy, like social media wasn't big. So when when it started to pick up in like I don't know 2010, 2011, how did you adjust to getting your stuff out there, and did you find it that it helped you personally? Oh, definitely. Like I said, I was writing jokes 14 and 15, so I've got these jokes with no nothing to do with them, and then here comes social media. So I started getting on social media and specifically Twitter and got posted these jokes. So people are seeing them, and then actual comedians are saying, "Like, yo, this is funny. Like, this is some good. They're well written. Like, this is good. You it's should good. consider this. Like, yeah, yeah." You found you found the toxic network of social media and utilize it to your advantage. I also saw you recently. <laughs> your one of your tweets went viral when you just simply type, "Shut up, Van Jones." So, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I like. I like I like Van Jones, so I can't, I can't knock him, but it made me laugh because it got, like, that's all he typed, and it got, like, a million retweets and, like, 5,000 likes. I'm going to go like it now. Uh, the power of social media. Yeah, fucking. So did you, did you, how do you deal with the hate if you get any on social media, though? Because I'm sure you get some. Everyone gets some. So, you like, can't you, please everybody. Right, do you just ignore it, let it roll off your back, or just, like, do you ever do you ever engage and get mad like me, or no? Because they're trying to use that against you. Like I rarely engage with with the haters, the trolls. I, yeah, yeah. I, I had one that said I was a knockoff Hannibal Burris, <laughs> and I was like, "You watched enough of my material to make that very accurate assessment. I'm not even mad at you." Right. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, that's a compliment. I'd be like, "Thank you so much. Like, peace be with you. That was a very nice thing to say." Yeah, you know what's funny? I was I was telling Scott this the other day because we we rap, we make music, right? So we have like we put out songs, we put out videos. So what I do is I'll go on like Facebook or something like that, and I'll go on like Royce the Five Nines page, and I'll just go to his most recent post, and I'll copy and paste our video in the comments so people could watch right. it. This did you know, happen, yeah. Whatever. So usually nobody ever says it. Like I never see any comments back from it, no notifications. So. I've, I see one like a week ago and I was like, oh my God, somebody commented on the video. <laughs> so I go back to the comments <laughs> and a guy just put a gif up of a guy raising a trash can and going. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I got mad for a second and I was like, what an asshole. Like, like somebody went out of their way. They, they like got the equipment. They made this thing. They wrote it. They bought the beat. They print, they produced it. Like, they did all this stuff, and like you probably listened to a minute, and it just is like this is garbage. Next, and, but the but the thing is, at the end of the day, you still watched the video. I got a view off of you, whether you liked it or not. Right. You know, so it's 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 more negative to them. It's it's worse for them because you're literally getting nothing of it. You listen to something. You didn't like it. You didn't enjoy it. And then you went and commented on it. So now it gets boosted up the comment chain. And, and I will. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I hope everyone hates my shit. And I will say, if they did only watch a minute, that's a good thing because you rapped first so they didn't get to my verse, so they hated your shit. Exactly. <laughs> I was I was the reason it was awful. Yeah, that specific song. I got a couple more questions. Um, I'll pass it to Ellie though. If you got anything? Oh, I thought you were gonna like do your questions, like you. 
Yeah, yeah. If you got any questions, I yeah, I got a couple left. But like, if you got if you want to interject, and I have to ask him something, go for it. So coming from Louisville all the way out to LA, which yikes! I would. How did you not just hightail it back to Louisville? Like, I live in LA County now, and I fucking hate it down here. Um, I'm from nice up north, obviously. But kudos to you for surviving. I mean, you could have just, I mean, I don't know how you didn't come to LA and then just roast the shit out of everybody here. It's so easy. I mean, <laughs> did you get a lot of new material when you first came out here? Because some of these people are just so fucking nuts and like not in a good way. They're just like, I eat kale three times a day. And I, you know, I filter feed like a sponge and my baby only eats vegan carrots and whatever bullshit they've, people have made up with that's what on trend at the moment. Went too far. The rule, rule of threes in comedy. You went too far there. What? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't trying to be funny. That's just, but that's like, that's actually like what it is in LA. <laughs> but yeah, did you just get a bunch of new before material? We, before we go forward, clarify whether it's Louisville or Louisville. Louisville. <coughs> right? Louisville. Ah, ha, ha. Who decided? Hold on, hold on, real quick. Who decided to say it that way? Clearly, a guy named Louisville decided. No, but I'm just saying it's just named after like Louis the Fourteenth. It's just so condensed. It's like you barely even. It's such a lazy thing to say. You don't even have to move your mouth. Okay. If I can interject, here's the thing about people in the South. They they don't enunciate, and it's like words just kind of run together. My husband's from Louisiana. I went to school in Louisiana, but like you know what I'm talking about, where it's just like. A one sentence is like just a bunch of words strung together. Like there's no spaces in between the words. And it's just like you get used to it after a while. It's just how, it's just how people talk down there. It is. Yeah, but it's the same here. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. You know what I'm talking you know exactly about? Where it's just like what, it's all just like one run-on word basically, but they said like 20 different things. What, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's the same shit in New Jersey though. Yeah. So you guys are just nuts. I mean, because, no, but, but like, you know what the thing is here in New Jersey, there are just certain things that you say and they don't get a response. Like when you walk past someone, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, like so. if somebody stopped you and was like, Hey, let me talk to you about what's going on. Okay, you'd be offended. You'd be like, yeah. get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Cause you guys are rude as fuck. That's why. No, we just don't no, have but time. Like a, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a hello. Like, Hey, what's going on, man? I didn't really ask you what's going on. Like, it's just me saying hi. So, Charles, hey, what's that going being on? Said, Please don't talk to me. Charles, that being said, have you ever done comedy in the Northeast? And is it something you want to do? I haven't been there yet, but I would like to. Hey, if you could, they, it's no, it's, it's not brutal. If, if you can make it here, man, that that's what they say, and it's true. That's what I've heard. <laughs> that's it's where I got food on stage. <laughs> Everyone just hates each other. We hate tourists. Like, it's just horrible shit. Right, sorry, just a miserable... Ellie asked yeah, sorry, Ellie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you get you a lost, bunch of great you lost material? me when you said Louisville. That was it. I was gone there. <laughs> because I have a friend from there, and she's like, she like was, sat with me for like five minutes. She's like, no, say it correctly. I was like, okay. Louisville. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> fuck, fuck, okay. Some people take it really personal. I, I'm not worried. She took it very personally. <laughs> Oh, go on. Ellie, what was your actual question before Brian rudely interrupted you? Yeah, because he doesn't know how to speak for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, did you get any great, any good material from all these whack jobs out in L.A.? I didn't really get to do a lot of people watching for real, so I didn't Damn it. suck up as, as much as I would have liked to. But I mean, I I'll send you videos. For, I'll send you videos. Yeah, the, the, I came with some stuff for when I got out there, though. 
the the, nice. the one question I have, um, and I ask every comedian this: What's the worst crowds that you don't like? Like whether it's bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. I don't know. Is there some people just looking to come out for like a fucking drink that aren't really paying attention. Like, I what's what's your least favorite crowds? Surprise birthday parties. Surprise ones. I so like they <laughs> that just sounds break. terrible. That does sound horrible. That sounds fucking it's, terrible. It's it is. It's nobody's there for your jokes. It's mm. it's usually ran by somebody who doesn't know anything about comedy. So mm. it's, it's I just got bad. I got one that's even worse for you. An open mic at a restaurant with people not expecting comedy. Been to plenty of those. those oh, yeah, you talk just about somebody's in your mouth before you walk up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's That's not real. That shit is 100% yeah. real. And it's one hundred percent disgustingly uncomfortable. I fucking when they cut, This is the thing when they cut the music down, and then someone gets on a microphone, and people are like eating and enjoying their time, having drinks, and everything goes silent. They're like, "What the fuck?" And then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have a bunch of guys and girls that you don't know, you've never heard before. Uh, we're gonna have them come up and tell shitty jokes for an hour." And you're like. Why you just fucked my whole dinner up. So now go up against that crowd. But the thing is, if you can make that crowd laugh, you can turn any crowd. And Brian will let us know when he does. <laughs> I'll let you know if it ever happens. <laughs> oh, roasted. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. All right, Charles. Um, what, what, where can we catch you, though? Uh, uh, give us your plugs, your Instagram, and uh, what you got coming up so, like, the people who watch this could, like, go to your site and stuff. You can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Charles270. I have a Facebook page, Charles Moore Comedy. And uh, my YouTube is Charles270 as well. Uh, I don't have anything coming up, really. Right. If you're watching this, you can book me. I'm easily accessible. <laughs> Let's do it for a surprise anywhere, birthday please. party. Yeah, well, we'll send a surprise birthday party. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do another surprise birthday party. The money's right. All right. All right, Charles, last segment we got, and then we'll let you go because hey, you've been more than generous with your time here. Uh, we do a gun to your head. Um, it's two questions each, and sometimes one if people don't come prepared. So two or one two, hey. two or one questions each. And it's kind of a would you rather, but there's a little wordplay involved. It's not like um, uh, Kentucky basketball or Duke basketball. It's not some shit like that. It's got a little wordplay involved. So you, you'll understand what Wait, we're Wait, time out. Time out. Louisville or, U or uh, UK for basketball? Oh. Uh, he's got uh -oh. some. One, one moment, please. Uh-oh. He just never way comes back. Yeah, way to go, Scott. He's done. He's like, fuck these guys, I'm out. He puts on like a Speedo of Louisville. <laughs> yeah, or like a flag or something. Where's it as a cape? Or it's going to be neither of those schools, and it's going to say like Cal or Morehead something. Morehead State. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh. By the way, rest in peace to uh, Terrence. Was Terrence Clark? That's crazy. Nineteen horrible. years old. Yeah. Nineteen yeah. years old, man. That's horrible. He's gonna get drafted. Sound an agent. It's terrible, man. Right. Brutal. All right. So you have to pick a winner after you answer these questions, though. Okay. So your favorite question you have to pick, and we do keep pretty much a score. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. You do, but all right. I do not. I'm the most humble person. So we're going to go around. I will start. All right. You ready? Mr. Humble will go first. <laughs> yeah. So would you rather never see Kentucky again or change your name to Kenneth Tucky? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, never see Kentucky again. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not a fan of Kenneth Tucky, Brian. Go. So hard to follow now. Very hard. That's why I went first. <laughs> All right. I had a joke about that name actually, Kentucky. Like I was making fun of Flo Rida. I could be an awful <laughs> rapper named Kentucky. That's funny. do it. Okay. That's, that's that's actually funny. a great gimmick. Yeah. I mean, it works for Flo Rida. Uh, yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida fucking owned it. You yeah. should do it, Kentucky. <laughs> California. Alright, now this is a little bit of wordplay on this one. Alright. Would you rather have to pay top price for everything or wear a toupee? I'm open to wearing a toupee. Like, yeah. Alright. It didn't My matter. hairline's going in the middle. I'm, I'm good. I, I would, I'd wear that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking comedy in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, you got one or no? Oh, okay, yeah, I got one. Okay, would you rather go up on stage and have all your teeth fall out or pee your pants? <laughs> That's kind of wild. Wild card. Not go to the dentist, get all the teeth put back in. All of That's my very teeth expensive. Out at one time, that'd be a. Like, yeah, you go to like say something in the mic, teeth out. Just like, goodbye. I didn't know my teeth could do that, but that would be hilarious. I'd, <laughs> I could probably play that off better than pissing my pants on stage. <laughs> <laughs> if you could talk afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, last I can go one. Go through these me. jokes. <laughs> Would you rather get hit one get hit once with a Louisville slugger or eat one hundred slugs in Louisville? Hit where? Uh, in the yeah, kneecap. Yeah, how hard? As hard as in the kneecap by Mark McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> An aluminum bat by Mark McGuire. It blasts his knee off. Yeah, all right, you sadist. Jesus. <laughs> And my knees are already terrible. I'll take the slugs. <laughs> hey, Mark, what are you doing this Saturday? <laughs> so Mark McGuire could maybe fix it for you by just bashing the shit out of it. He might, I, I need, he might fix it. I need you to wallop some guy in the kneecap while his teeth fall out on steroids. <laughs> no one's seen Mark McGuire in 20 years. He's just been <laughs> doing steroids, eating Big Macs. Just waiting for this day. <laughs> He's waiting for this day. <laughs> like the bat phone, the Mark McGuire phone, just sitting, just waiting for it to ring. Like, ring, it's damn it. It's a Big Mac in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this day would I'd get the call. <laughs> All right, Brad, last one. All right. <clears throat> would you rather be labeled as intense or live intense? Mm. 
Swing and a miss on the first, but right out of the park, Scott. This is a tough one. Don't forget Kentucky. I'd rather be intense. <laughs> be known as intense. Like, I like moving inside. So. <laughs> well, you got a last one? Great. No. All right. Can't follow that. All right. Shut up. Listen, there, there are some good ones here. Now you got to pick a winner. What was your favorite question? Man, Brian came to the end with the intense one, man. I wasn't expecting to laugh like that when you got me. Ah, that bothers me so much <laughs> because I feel like if I went last, that might have been that might have been my best two question combo of all time. That, re- uh, that, yeah. that might have been. It, it really says something that you lost. Yeah, no, it, that's but that's upsetting. This is an eye Kentucky one. That was a good one as well. Yeah, the, Charles, too. Charles, this is an eye opener. <laughs> like this is a real eye opener. I mean, like I need to evaluate here because you've lost like four in a row at this point, which is amazing. What you don't whatever like you you won once and I won twice. No, you I, didn't. You were default because you had a dog with you. The guy gave okay, you actually with default that was three. Then Ellie has a more recent win than you do. Fat. Well, it depends. We don't post these in order, so nobody ever knows. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> I usually just edit them out, Charles, so it makes it look like I win every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's rigged. The hey, stop the Charles, steal. Stop Charles, the steal. Thank- Thanks a lot for coming on, man. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Uh, you have our Instagram. You have our Twitter. If you're ever out on the East Coast, definitely let us know, man. We'll definitely come see you. Thanks a lot. Of course. Enjoy your night, yeah. man. If you're Once back again, in L.A., let me know, and I'll take you to all the crackhead spots, and we'll get great material. I'm oh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Hey, Charles, <laughs> when you're out in L.A., let me know so I can bring you to everywhere dangerous. Yeah, I'm on it. I want to see you do some snowfall, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do Skid Row. I mean, shit, we'll do Venice. Be- I mean, there's all kinds of nasty places to go. Reenact The Rock. It'll be a great movie. You know, Let's I did talking. see one of those big tent videos. Like, oh, those are real. Okay. Oh, a hundred. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, we can just we can go like ten minutes from my house. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like- <laughs>